Well, welcome to the Ring of Fire. I am Alex Barr. I'm Emmy, the Brick Wizard. Yay, we're here. Last episode of 2021. Yeah. You will get an extra episode next week. Uh, Our extra bonus episode, uh, our second part of our meme reactions. Yeah, so if you guys haven't seen the first one, head over to our YouTube channel. That's where all of these episodes go, so that way if you're like, I don't want to watch the old episodes, I'm going to miss you during the holidays, that's where you go. Or if you're like, uh, I just got here, what do you mean it's the last episode of the year? Head there, go watch us. Um, or you could go on Anchor or Spotify. All the places. Or all the places we we're there. all over. Um, and you guys can help us out by sharing all about us, like, yes. during this break period. We're going to be back in January. We're just trying to be kind to ourselves, um, during holiday yes. times. It's coming up fast, so that way, you know, we don't, we don't have to keep rescheduling on you because... Hanukkah and Christmas and Thanksgiving and like <laughs> birthdays and all of that's gonna yeah. go on. So, yeah. and I got a seasonal job, so I'm not even available. Right. So, yeah. Well, welcome. Um, I think it's gonna be fun today. I'm really excited about this episode. I'm excited too. Okay. I mean, what are we talking about? Oh, we didn't do an intro. Oh, should we do it? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. What's What's the jam? Da 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 <laughs> da 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 dum dum. Da 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 dum dum dum. Yeah, love it. I'm, I'm obsessed. We, we can't even film. We can't even record, pre-record an intro because I need <laughs> my like little dance song every time. My jingle <laughs> that I make up on the spot where I'm like, yeah. For a couple of weeks, I was ripping it off. I'm pretty sure from someone's like baseline of a '70s song. I can't. Even oh, it was it. like that one that's on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to get big enough to where we can use that now. <laughs> or maybe that's what it is, is we pre-record me just, like, doing it forever. Yeah, um, we can always have it. Right. Um, so, welcome to Ring of Fire, uh, where your two favorite doulas uh, get you through tough conversations and remind you to breathe and uh, get through it. Today is all about licensing and insurance and all the fun things first work and doulas and our opinions and like how how we can operate around it and this is all off of the heels of literally two days ago tricare being like hey we cover doulas now and um tricare for anybody doesn't know is like the military's health version of healthcare. yeah it is it's military universal healthcare. care correct yeah correct um and just like every other healthcare, there's like 17 branches of that healthcare <laughs> inside of that one healthcare because yep. you, you just gotta gotta make up new and exciting ways. So, um, yeah, uh, it's a pro- pilot program. I guess we should start out with what the what the what the program is. Yeah, let's like, do that. So let's talk about what they. So they just rolled this out. It's a pilot program till do you know when. I know it's for a few, at least a few years. Um, they're saying five years. So five years. Um, and they will cover it. And it looks like you have all of this stuff there. Oh, so yeah. what are the certifications, regulations, or whatever you will need to be covered as a doula by TRICARE? Okay. So um, under the TRICARE program, um, you need to be certified by one of five organizations, with this, which is BirthWorks International, DONA, Kappa. Uh, International Child Birth Education Association, which is ICEA. 
-hmm. And then uh, Two Labor, which I hadn't heard of that one. Um, it turns out they were under a different name that was like A-L-C-E-A. Anyway, oh, okay. so um, that's a newer name. So uh, these all came about at the same time. Hi, Deja! They all have uh, similar certification needs, though. Like, if you're certified with one, be expecting that all of these kind of are similar. Um, the other part of it is that, like most insurance companies, they'll cover up to a certain amount, not all of it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so let's go with that. So, um, <laughs> it is up to the recipient of your care to file it with TRICARE. So we don't actually need to file anything. Okay. And I want to make that clear because a lot of people are like, ah, TRICARE is going to control me. TRICARE yeah. wants nothing to do with you and your business, sis. <laughs> they, they don't, they don't care. Um, can you maybe like get more of a relationship there and talk to their reps? Obviously, yeah. But or know how it works the right. same way you would if you were covered right. by different insurance. Yeah. But yeah, um, they they don't need to talk to you. It's up to your like client or the person who's receiving that reimbursement to, to pay that. you directly and then ask for the reimbursement. Correct. Okay. And then essentially they send over that receipt. Gotcha. Similar to what we do with um, what's the shoot it completely left my mind when people use their like little oh, the health savings yeah 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 similar yeah. to that sometimes like they'll ask for a receipt or something so they can verify and say if this is how much it was to be reimbursed gotcha. yeah i could think of that before right um uh so reimbursements up to f for postpartum it's up to 46 dollars per visit okay um and that's up to six visits okay uh and then for birth, it's $690. Okay. Um, and that's for your actually birth support. Gotcha. This also does cover, just as like a site note, um, IBCLCs, HSA. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it also covers IBCLCs, which also have to be certified through a certain organization and mm -hmm. all of that, which IBCLCs do anyway to be able to have that name. Yeah, and I have I had an IBCLC talk send us a message that oh, I'll talk cool. about later. Cool. Um, so what's kind of neat about this, which a lot of people I didn't see talking about, so I got I kind of got nerdy about it, guys. I wanted to read everything. <laughs> uh, one, this pilot program was born out of um, early pandemic times when TRICARE was getting a lot of um, requests off of their clients, let's call it that, like users, I guess, yeah. uh, for mental health support um, after birth, and they found that the individuals who had doulas with them or some sort of labor support did not file as often for mental health support. Interesting. Yeah. So this pilot program, and I think it should be like really noted as that is it's essentially beta. Like they're yeah. testing out a thing to see like if they see improvements, correct. if it will help. Wait, yeah. Correct. Um, that's also why you see things like it's not available overseas or to certain individuals mm -hmm. because they're trying to keep it small so that way they can test it out easier. Yeah. Um, other part of it is that, oh, the IBCLCs are covered up to six visits. So oh that's, that's nifty. The other part of it is um, they're expected to, for it to cost like $51.16 million, an additional $5 million every year after that analysis. Mm -hmm. So 
they're looking to spend a good amount of money on it. Like, I mean, not if you're the military. No, but if you're just stateside, <laughs> if you're just stateside and just people having babies, like, yeah. it would expand if they were provided it to everybody or more in a, right. on a larger basis. Yeah, so not. I mean, I'm not sneering at that number that they're, like, expecting that cost. Like, <laughs> that's not awful. Yeah. Um, and that um, the thing that I found most interesting is is this part where they were stating that um, how much doulas and lactation consultants and counselors provide services during pregnancy and they're critical and, mm-hmm. like, really just talking about, like, they're trying their darndest. They're valuing right. the, value. the work that doulas are doing. Yeah. Right. Um, so these are the things I found out. Again, like, it'll be fun to, to dive more into this. But yeah. So um, the main thing that I've seen shared, because I've seen this shared quite a bit in, in, like, the past few days, is that a lot of people's concerns for the amount of things requested like, or that are required. So, like, the 24 hours of uh, labor training, the certain number of certifying births, um, the national provider in number, the NPI, wasn't sure what that was. The NPI doesn't really apply to us. Okay. That applies to the IBCLCs. Gotcha. So, that's part of, and I think that's also the issue. It's like, we're two days after hearing this announcement. Yeah. And, you know, the military is really great about rolling out communication flawlessly um but i think i think i'm being more patient with it for that reason of like um of i'm seeing it as beta like we're just trying it out so so i guess on a so then i guess the big question would be about how do you feel about licensing of doulas in general which is kind of what we asked on Instagram. Yes. Do you want to answer? Or do you want me to read what Ooh, I think we should read the responses because okay. you and I have different opinions and we already know that. Yeah. So <laughs> we know that. <laughs> um, I have a feeling just knowing my, my opinion, I'm going to be in the minority. Okay. And I, and I think that's fair. Right. right. Go ahead. Um, so I did have an IBCLC reach Yay. out, which is great. Um, and was just talking about insurance being a double-edged sword. Um, the pay that you will have to agree to is important. The choices you have to make about the care you provide and at what prices you you provide them at. And then you have to decide if you will deal with taking a cut in pay, if you will take a cut in services resi- provided, or if you can compete with the other doulas who are caught trying to make the same choices. So that's very hard. Yeah. Um, which I think is a great point to put. Like, Add, you're adding more hoops to jump through. You're adding things like that, you know? Um, I We also had someone say that um, they love this, that they will do anything that makes doulas more accessible to people. Um, and then I had someone say that they are, can we be licensed um, and follow those certain rules and regulations for people who are using us through insurance and then not use those rules for people who are not, which I think is a really good, you know, then you're able to help people with insurance and without. Yeah. Um, and then we had someone say it could be helpful if done right, but it could turn into a slippery slope of control, which Emmy already says she doesn't 
Like, right. Because <laughs> slippery slope is an actual fallacy, logical fallacy. Yeah. Like, if you go through debate, speech and debate, slippery slope, literally if you pull that out on yeah. a stage, they're going to be like, no, that's gone. So the, the thing that I get with the slippery slope idea and the concept of it is that, which we can maybe go into it a little bit more, but I find that it seems like licensing doulas or inviting them into that further would be going down a path of like the way midwives were licensed and regulated and almost eradicated and some of the things that we have seen in the past right. that seem very similar and seem very like being a part of the system instead of actively trying to better it or work against it kind of thing. Okay. That is where I see, because I, I do understand the slippery slope thing, like being right. a fallacy, right? Yeah. But I think that that's the thought behind right. it, is that it really could be, okay, now we're licensed and now we're regulated and now our hands are tied a lot. And that's what this uh, this other message um, that someone sent, uh, it says, we often get frustrated with nurses during birth. They act and do things that they do um, due to regulations via the workplace. They're required to follow rules and do things that may not be in line with what they actually want to do, which without a doubt would happen to doulas. It would become less about the doula and their practice and about what they're allowed to do or say or think. It would also cost doulas money to keep up with whatever regulations and certifications are required. And I, I do understand that, but we already do pay for that stuff. Right. We pay so, for that stuff, but the, the top part, I understand what she was saying. Um, so I think I'm just going to reveal my cards. <laughs> um, I think this is fucking awesome. I think yeah. there's really like so much potential to this. I'm really stoked. Yeah. Um, and the other side is, am I going to ever accept because I think this is the missing piece. We don't have to accept TRICARE. Yeah. Right? I don't work for TRICARE. The person receives a receipt from me, and they go to TRICARE and deal yeah. with them. So that's why but I don't find this Only to if be... you are right. following these certain regulations. For yeah. sure. But I'm not choosing to follow those. So, like, this is also kind of the falsehood of this. And, mm -hmm. like... Everyone's freaking out. Like, I, I can feel it in the community of, like, ah, oh, but I, nah, bro, then it's and not I for you. I don't think it's about TRICARE necessarily, but maybe the becoming licensed, the becoming insured as right. well. And that's what this message says. What do you think about it only being certain organizations? Um, because there's so many of options. Get certified by the other organization, and you don't serve <laughs> Tricare people. Just like yeah. I don't usually serve home birth people, because mm -hmm. that's not a space I'm comfortable in, right? Yeah. Because Tricare comes out and it's like, let me hand people six hundred and ninety dollars if they utilize your service. Yeah. Does not mean I got to do shit for Tricare. Yeah. And I think that's that part that I get like frustrated with this like slippery slope or like we're getting regulated idea. No one's. No one's making you get regulated. No one's making you get licensed. No one's making us like go to certain organizations or whatever. And if we're going to call it out, Donut Kappa and BirthWorks or Arts was going to be the first people to hop onto a train like this. Yeah. So if you're on like certified if you're on board with that, then maybe you I'm probably got certified by them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't I don't find this scary. What I find it to be is like a really great way for 
a bunch of TRICARE people to hear the word doula. Yeah. And maybe get the possibility of researching that. Just like IBCLCs. Suddenly, there's access. And that's what I'm excited about. Is You're excited for more people being able to know what a doula is, to have the access to it, for it to be available to them. Right. And yeah. I think the other part is, like, because of what I what I was talking about earlier, Tricare sees us as mental health support. And maybe that's the other part of it is like, I'm fucking stoked that we're seen as that yeah. instead of birth support and people can like fuck at me. Yeah. But that's really what we are. Uh, oh, I, never... I, agree, I agree with that. Yeah. I was literally just talking to someone the other day. I'm so tired of doulas being compared to nurses and doulas being compared to midwives. Right. Because that's not what we're there for. No. That is literally not what we're there for at all yeah and it's very frustrating because when you continually make those comparisons that we're here to change some type of outcome we're here to change some type of you know grander system that is beyond all of us right right it's i get frustrated by that right it really upsets me because we are there in my opinion first and foremost for that emotional support yes right we are not there to replace a nurse. We are there to replace the community support that you would have had a hundred years ago. So right here's the and, part. But that's my problem yeah. with the licensing. Okay. So for the same reason that you like it is the same reason that I don't. But bro, do you not see how military families are removed from their communities and their places of support, and suddenly yeah. the military is like, oh shit. We have to re we have to make sure that they get that community and support. Yeah. And even if I gotta pay for it extra yeah. to make sure that they have it, like I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And I think that's that part too, is like the military is stepping up and being like, ah, oh, they're out of their because my parents even talked about it recently with me of they were living in North Carolina and all of their support system was in, in California. Yeah, I've I've never had a support system in my right. entire life. We right. both come from military families, right. so I've never lived near a family member, including right. now where I have a child, right? And that community support is missing, I think, with a lot of people. Yeah, it you is. Know, Definitely. Even outside of the military. Right. But I think that's why we've seen an insurgent of it. And to get even deeper with it, I truly believe that doulas exist at the capacity they do now mm -hmm. because of the nuclear family lie yes. that everyone bought into, yep. and suburbia. Um, we wouldn't be necessary if there were still those community structures no. that were set to actually support people and be an actual community. Because inside of your nuclear family, you can't, there's, you can't get there's not enough. Knowledge. No. There's not enough. And there's not that wisdom and knowledge. And that's why I feel like doulas are so important. And I do see a path where we are so licensed and so regulated and hospitals will only take you if you're licensed and things like that, mm -hmm. that maybe your hands are tied. Maybe there are regulations. Maybe there are more rules. And I think that's where people's fear comes from, where it's very much like, are we going to be able to provide the support, right? Because the support is needed, right? And the support is already hard it's hard to get people to know that they even need that support right you know what i'm saying because there is such a miss like communication of what a doula is okay so on the other side of it is and maybe this is like 
just from seeing people do the people things. Mm -hmm. uh, if you tell people to stay within bounds, they'll find a way to make a car into an air balloon and get over walls. Like, I never doubt that people will find a way around regulation yeah. and being told what to do. So I think that's also part of it is like, I don't have fear over this because like, literally I, I, I lived in places with true like scary amounts of regulation and yeah. there's still people operating outside of it and they're fine right so but there's also places where people have to operate outside of that and it's dangerous for and sure but like you know what are we talking about activism then? it's but know. at the same point what are we talking about then because as a doula i'm never doing anything dangerous if i'm staying within my skirt i meant dangerous for them uh, as if you are acting against the oppressors it's uh, not a safe okay. thing for you to be the person speaking up does that make sense yeah, the person yeah, yeah, who yeah. is the activist that okay. thinks like that if okay. you know okay it's that just that thing of like i i don't I, I think it's just like a a place that is so uh 1984-ish mm -hmm. like to take this idea yeah. um considering that there's so many things that are regulated and yet we have no problems with it yeah. Um, and if anything, there's lots of things that should be regulated way more, um, because we're like one of the few countries that doesn't outlaw a ton of foods that no other country in the world does. Um, yeah. and the fact that I am outraged by that, just so you know, <laughs> I am very outraged by that. Right. But like, that's my point is like, there's certain things here where like, maybe we should have just a little bit more regulation. Yeah. And if anything, I feel like this is like, finally something a little bit bigger is seeing the work we do yeah. and actually saw the impact of that work we do and it's like oh shit they're like important they're doing yeah. like big shit for our people yeah let's make sure more of our people do that and that's what makes me excited over it yeah. um because again the military like they have a lot of flaws but they're they're gonna make sure people survive because they need a lot of them yeah and we're a way to make sure that they survive and they're they're able to do their jobs yeah. so I'm okay with being wrong. <laughs> I'm okay with I it. I don't think anybody would say you're wrong. I think it's a, a definitely a valid opinion, and I understand, like, completely where you're coming mm -hmm. from. You know, I... Um, Look, and I, I say this all from a privileged place, right? Mm -hmm. Because I have the ability to pay for the different licensing things. If I wanted to accept TRICARE, I, yeah. I could. Yeah. I could. I could pay out of pocket right now to go get certified by one of the five places to start to advertise that I'm a tri like a doula that you could use for TRICARE reimbursement. Mm -hmm. Because again, I'm not a doula who accepts TRICARE. Yeah. They're reimbursing people yeah. for doula services. And I think that again, like we need to slow down because that's not what was said. What was said was reimbursement. That you'll be reimbursed rather than covered by insurance. Right. And so I guess then I, uh, a good question would be like, what if doulas were covered by insurance, and at, would that change your mind about it? No, of not that really, or? because like, there's plenty of therapists who aren't covered by insurance, and yeah. people go see them, right? Yeah. Or dentists or OBGYNs, right? I know of so many people who pay out of pocket for birth centers, right? Yeah. I'm one of them because Same. my my insurance covered. They covered um, no home birth, no no birth center, but they covered the hospital 100%. Yeah. I paid out of pocket. Yeah. 
in this case are you're getting reimbursed for it. So again, like you could find people who who match your vibe better, and you just don't get the six hundred ninety dollars back. And even then, that's assuming that someone wants to deal with the paperwork on fucking Tricare <laughs> and after having a baby yeah. to get reimbursed. Yeah. Right. And the same thing with insurance and things like that. And right. Go- dealing with all of that. Stuff. Right. Because yeah. sometimes it's easier to pay them than to deal with I, them. <laughs> like a story of my own, we were overseas uh, visiting my parents, and my son ended up with a really nasty cold. We had. This is Germany, so like asterisk much better healthcare. Yeah. But um, a house call at like 7 p.m. on Sunday from a doctor who came over to give him drugs and make sure he was good that cost his out-of-pocket $125. Yeah. I could have taken that receipt and taken it to my insurance for them to reimburse me. I did not because $125 and he came out and he did all this stuff yeah. for and here it would have cost you ten thousand uh, dollars. To get a house call never would have happened. For me to go, yeah. go down to like urgent care and hope that they wouldn't freak out that he was so young yeah. and be sent still to Phoenix Children's. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Easily a high bill. So I think that's <laughs> that other part is like maybe no one will even like most people won't even do the extra work to yeah. do this. So I'm honestly more in the camp of like, God, I hope people get it reimbursed. God, I hope that they show, like, that there's a want and a need for this. God, I hope that it doesn't just disappear because there people are... Enough talk about it, demand for it, people know that, that it. That $50 million it. A lot doesn't of, get used. We all know that this is a thing, but people giving birth may not ever hear about it or know that it's a thing, which comes into a lot of things where there's lots of programs and lots of things that you need that exists but most people have no idea and never go the yeah. routes of finding yeah yeah i i i definitely have like a very i hearing you talk about it it makes me think about it but i still have such an issue with look and I'm, licensing uh, I, I because i think that be, i think just with the same way with what we've seen where there's this big conversation about whether or not we should be certified and whether certified tools should be need, be needed like, and then all of a sudden, now only certified doulas can be in the hospital. I do think that there's a, a path where if there is a way to license doulas, that that would be the only way you're allowed in hospitals, which then would make it necessary that you invest the money to go through DONA or ICAEA or CAPA or whatever. If you want to do hospital births. Yeah. Which, again, is arguably where people need the most help. Correct. You know? But that's... And I think that's that part that, like, really bothers me about this argument. Yeah. If you want to do hospital first. Yeah. More than likely, though, if you have a problem with being licensed and certified, the person you're going to attract is going to have a problem with license <laughs> and certification. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just have the problem with license and certification because some of these big doula organizations are lobbying. They're lobbying. They're lobbying. There's a I very clear so reason issues. why these five got, got chosen. Yeah, and right. I have some issues with the things that they share and some of the issues with the things of how they train their doulas, how they talk about doulas, like yes. what they think the role of a doula is. I, I, I struggle with that because then if the only way to be in the hospital and to be with your clients and things like that is to jump through all these hoops... Ooh. It seems like it would be tough. 
Um, so over on Twitter, I mean Twitch, Jesus, Twitch, <laughs> Twitch, over on Twitch where we can actually respond to you guys a little bit easier because it's right in front of us. Um, uh, relaxing point, which like, I'm just going to plug her. She's fantastic. She's fantastic. Uh, massage industry. I came from a state without licensing to a state that does. Ah, accountability is huge. We are, we're held to a higher standard example required continuing education. We are becoming more accepted by the medical world because it's licensure and insurance. Mm -hmm. Massage insurance reimbursement is ridiculous. <laughs> but I think that's that other part that like people get scared about is, and that's where I end up in this like also fallacy of like what you're trying to hide. Why don't you want to get licensed? What you hide? Yeah. Right. But there is something to be said if there was some sort of like licensing or certification. Mm -hmm. You're held to a standard. You're held to like. You did this kind of stuff, so when I show up to be your client, I know you have a base level understanding. Well, and, and see, that is, again, still where I struggle, because then who gets to set the standards? Like, For who sure. gets to say what is right? And, and, and again, that, that. that message, the same thing. Nurses are held to a different standard. They have to do stuff, say stuff based on these regulations, based on the culture of the hospital, things like that. And I think that the one of the benefits of having a doula is someone who is outside of that and someone who is able to come in and help a, a client think through things, beca not because of the liability, not because of the policy, but of because of what they want to do with their bodies, what they want to consent to, right? And if our hands are tied, if we get our licenses yanked because we spoke out against a doctor or, you know, things like that, like, I would, I feel like that is really the big fear okay. that we're talking about But here. there's still to a point where people do carry liability insurance with them. Mm -hmm. So we're still under that fear. Yeah. Because if a baby dies or a person dies, which is yeah. a likelihood in birth, like, it's, it it's rare, but it does happen. I still carry liability insurance with yeah. me. There's there's a situation recently where I had to bow out essentially because mm -hmm. I was going to be put into a situation if something went down, I'd be fucked. Yeah. Right. So I think that's that other part of it that I don't understand because we're still in situations where we could end up with liability yeah. and all of that. Right. Like. Yeah. Um. I and I'm not that, saying that we're not. I'm just saying that. Being outside of the system gives us a different yeah, perspective. For sure. It gives us a different. We can stay in an advocate role. Yeah, which is where be we there should... for our client, which is what our job is. For sure, you know, and, and I, not for the hospital. And I think the the really thing I want to preface is like the thing that makes me most nervous about this because I've only said like the positive things. Mm -hmm. The things that makes me the most nervous about this is how quickly this could become privileged and white and like overwhelmingly controlled by individuals who will not honor where we come from and where this work comes from. And, and that's part of my problem with those big top organizations. Yeah, mine too, which is yeah. why I'm not certified by any of them. Yeah, <laughs> same. Right? Yeah. So like, yeah, but like that's the issue I have. And like, how do we combat that? Well. This is the first one to consider reimbursement for us. Mm -hmm. It means we we make a stink about it. We we let them know like, hey, this was a good like shaky step forward. When we take the next one though, 
let's make sure we make it stronger and it's as our voices heard, not yeah. just the people in the room who were Dr. So-and-so or Senator So-and-so that we're in the room. And I, yeah. I think that's that part that really requires the dual community to fucking step up and not just talk because that's what I've seen a lot of is a lot of people talking and no one's actually like reading the fucking stuff. They're just like, ah, licensing. And, or like, ah, like they said, it's fine. Yeah. And like, and and I've heard people talk about it prior to this about licensing, about certification, about their qualms against certification, things like that. Um, and I, but I think that the, the people who, a lot of the people who are very pro licensing or even more regulation of doulas is very like, they believe it will give you a better doula or maybe someone who's not spreading misinformation or anytime a doula does something wrong, they say, this is why we have to have licensing. This is why we have to have, right? And I see that that's a lot of people on that pro side are like, this is why it will weed out those people essentially but i don't what do you think about that I'm not willing to argue for the person that for that i i can just tell you off of this experience there was there was an organization here mm-hmm. about getting doulas covered by the state insurance okay when it came time for people to show up they failed they were willing to be there for the arguing of this. And then when the bill actually had to be handed in, no one showed up. Oh, okay. Uh, when they had to sign their names, when yeah. they had to like actually do the work. Yeah. And that's that part where I'm not willing to argue with people on this. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be like licensed and you don't want to be certified, rad, yeah. awesome. Then actually show up to those council meetings, actually show up to the, like the community work, yeah. actually show up yeah. for the people that you're saying like, oh, like they they need unlicensed people like the free birthers and this mm-hmm. and that then show up for them and yeah. and be the advocate because yeah. you can do it at the fucking birth but you can't do it when your name's on it yeah you can do it in the facebook group but you can't do it when you're actually like standing up and doing it right so, so what do you mean by they're i guess i'm confused by like what are what are they not doing I, they're but... they're saying it in the boards and they're saying it in, in the zoom meeting but they're not actually going to like make sure they're signing or even protesting when that the bill, bill the bill was uh from early 2000 uh, earlier this year january is when it got sent sent over okay and it was at the possibility what? that um access would cover doula care okay. and so they disappeared suddenly when the bill was getting handed in Oh, that's interesting. I didn't so, know about that. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of my point is like it was highly discussed in the like Arizona Dual Board of like, yeah. hey, people show up and they would be there and then they slowly dropped away. Mm-hmm. So like I I have little patience for it because you're being asked to show up and like make sure it doesn't happen, but that bill yeah. still got handed in because people didn't show up. Yeah. Oh, so was, they were trying to keep a bill from going in. Yeah. Okay. And they didn't show up to like yeah. to like stop it. Did it pass? It's still being debated. Like yeah. it's going through the process because it takes a while for those bills to be thought through. That gotcha. entire thing's being like figured out or whatever. All the politics stuff. Let's yeah. See. So as I feel like there should be a governing body or some sort uh, for doulas. Not sure if that means licensing or not, but it'd be nice to have a board or something. Um, to turn to for things. 
Okay, but a governing you were asking for licensing. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, I don't know how to No, 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 but like that's what you're asking for. That's what yeah. a governing board does. That's yeah. what the I guess I my thing is is that governing boards don't prevent midwives who aren't good at their job or doctors who aren't good at their job, right? So I'm guessing what are people looking for? Like what are they looking to prevent? Because I've even heard people say like Look at this misinformation that a doula shared. This is why doulas should be licensed. Licensed. First of all, doulas could be licensed and still share misinformation. Sure. There's plenty of people who are not even doulas who are sharing plenty of misinformation yes. about birth. I see it all the time. Yeah. Relaxing point says it's a sense of security. Yeah. She. Uh, they said, please be loud. Elect your own board members. We are government run, and and the governor picks the members. And I don't like this. Okay. I think. So, essentially, licensing would be good if doulas were at the hands of it, if they were in charge of it. Is okay. that is that, like, the thought of it? Like, if doulas were the ones deciding what organizations, right, were followed, if doulas were the ones who were a part of the board or things like that, so that people who know what this job is are doing that. But then even that calls into question, like, what is a doula's job and what is the scope of it? And, like... Is that going to tell you, like, different doulas do different stuff? And I'm not saying outside, yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah. doing medical things or things like no, that, no, right? No. But, but each person is a different person. So yeah. Cindy Lou versus Sandy will will have different opinions, and they're both on the same governing board. Yeah. Yeah. I understand where you're going with this. Um, I have not seen the call for, for, like... I have seen a call for certifying doulas only when it comes to hospitals. And we can't act like most births don't happen in hospitals. Right. So most doulas will have to work in hospitals. Correct. Even if you're working outside of hospitals in your client transfers, right. you will probably need to be in a hospital at some point. Right. You know? and, the, and, of course, newer, right? So yeah. I'm... I'm quickly going to be at year three but um the the thing that i had read previously is when i was like researching to become a doula is it's not necessary to get certified um and even the hospital students uh, make it necessary it's not necessary to do these other things like that's if you wanna right yeah. and it's just to be able to because certain people and this is where i go back to like certain people are going to find that valuable yeah and that's probably who you're going to attract for those certain people who find that valuable. Um, I wanted to work in hospitals in particular with VBAC. So I knew the more education I had, the, the like chiller that person would be. And that's who I was looking to attract. It wasn't until the pandemic with all of this stuff going on of like letting us in or not in. Which is right when I started. So I wasn't really there for that. That's like right, right. when I was being trained. Yeah. So prior to that, it was not a thing. Yeah. Uh, it was like nifty, essentially. Is where I would, yeah. It's where I would put it. And like it was niftiest if you were a part of one of these five that yeah. got named. Um, because they make it the hardest to get certified. And then under yeah. that there, there was, I don't know, mine was pretty hard. <laughs> and it was not the real time. <laughs> right. But like they, they had the, like the biggest name and like yeah. the most like hoops and all of this to jump through and yada yada. But I think it's more out of a place of, again, I think a lot of people 
during the pandemic had to actually figure out how to run their business when their main thing was squashed. Right. And that's scary. That's really scary. But if you're in this for business, then you're in it for the wrong thing. Yeah. Right? If you're in this for advocacy and the place that you need to go to advocate for is requiring a certification, just bite your tongue. Go go get a fucking certification. Well, and and that that is why I I do understand the whole slippery slope argument is it went from certifications not being necessary to you have to have one if you're going to provide you know, support to people in hospitals, which is where most people give birth, right? Right. And now, like, people are even having a hard time getting certified in some places because they need to get into, they're having a hard time getting into hospitals. And I, I could see the same thing happening with, 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 li- with licensing, right? You can say, it's easy to say, like, oh, if you don't want to be licensed, don't get licensed. If you right. don't want to be covered by insurance, don't be covered by insurance, right? But then at some point, it does become mandatory or it becomes regulated even more right similar things happen with midwives but at the same point we've seen it with midwives and we've seen it i mean even even in the like best case scenarios there there needs to be some sort of like certification or licensing with Mm -hmm. midwives because again they're 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 medical providers right yeah so, like, I don't think it's a fair comparison. I think the most fair... I was, t- sorry, I was talking about the initial... Got it. The initial licensing and regulation of midwives when they, it was almost eradicated as a right. profession, not necessarily in this moment. I mean, as, to be fair, though, I feel like that's comparing origins and apples, and I'm, like, not trying to be pedantic with yeah. it, but, like, you're talking about something that happened... 100 years ago, 150 years ago, and it was mostly around race and the Mm -hmm. politics of the time and also, like, sexism and OBGYNs and surgeons and yada yada, right? Are we free of race issues? No, for sure not. For sure not. (laughs) But my point being, like, what we're talking about here is not that. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about us being eradicated or even us to be licensed so we're eradicated. We're talking about we're being licensed so that way we can bring more access the opposite of yeah. what was going on with the midwives mm-hmm. because they were being forced to be licensed so that way they, so can, they can be they can find less, less support yeah and be available to less people correct and then they had to operate in the shadows which a lot still do right but yeah i don't think that's a fair comparison because again we're not medical we're not medical yeah. and like if you want someone at your birth for example, that is not licensed and does not want to do it, and your client wants you there and offers to pay for it or, like, do the extra steps to make sure you're there, would you say yes or no? And I think that's another side of it that I would like to ask people. Mm -hmm. Your sister really wants you at her birth. She only can birth at the hospital due to high-risk birthy reasons. You're highly against being licensed or certified offers to pay for it, do you say yes or no? If if somebody offered, to, like, paid for my licensing? Yeah. Of course I would say yes. Okay, my sister, so right? I think... But, 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 it, but it's, again, like, it's just... It's... My, my thought is, is that not that at any point when I say, I'm not going to be certified, yeah. I'm not going to be licensed, right. at some point I think it's going to become mandatory, right? At some point I think it's going to be, like... If you want to help people in hospitals, you will have to follow those things. I think, though, at the very height of the pandemic, I mean, like, 
really bad numbers. Um, they did that as a way to bring down the numbers of people inside of a room. Yes. Yeah. So what's the quickest way to make sure that the person who's there to support is not going to get in our way? Yeah. They have to be certified. Yeah. Um, they have to actually understand the protocols of what's going on in here. So you don't have your sister's cousin friend, right. Yeah. Come in and support you at a birth. And they're like, I'm a doula. Yeah. When they watch some YouTube videos or whatever through the eyes of like the medical system mm -hmm. or like someone who doesn't have that experience yeah. or even someone who might actually be combative all the way through Like they just did not have the time yeah. or the energy for it. Yeah. Do I agree with what how that would done? No, but I understand the logic behind it, yeah. especially. I understand the logic, but it did seem like a good way to like. No, it's Star Valley Sneeches. Kick people out. Right. right. Yeah. It's Star Valley Sneeches. I did not agree with it. Right. Yeah. Or, or do I like endorse it? But I understood the, the logic behind it. Yeah. Behind it. And even like to further this. Now we are having those same hospitals not even check. Like, God. <laughs> there's been a couple of them where I've walked up and been like, do you need to see my thing? And they're like, nah. Yeah. Because they're allowing to support people or, you know, more than just the one person. So or... at the moment that they didn't need to restrict hard, they yeah. opened up completely. So I think that's the other reason I don't have fear over mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Because it was like the necessary evil. And you can even see on the nurses' faces, they were like, Oh, thank God someone else is here to like grab water and do hip squeeze. <laughs> like you can tell the nurses and even the medical, like yeah. I had plenty of doctors and, that and were I like, I will oh. say that I do one feel like we all, we do have a little bit of privilege just in my experience with a lot of the local hospitals around mm -hmm. here. And you know, that they are pretty welcoming of doulas or at least not actively fighting against them. And I know that's not the case everywhere. For sure. So. Um, and I think it it only showed in the pandemic even more so of the type of people who were willing to change hospitals and providers and whatever mm -hmm. to make sure that you could be by their side versus yeah. staying in the hospitals that were like, nope, we're not doing it at all. Right. So I think if we trust the people, they're going to make sure that we're by their size. Yeah. I think not only like educating the people who have tried care who want to do the reimbursement mm -hmm. making sure that those people understand like this is what a doula does yeah and they'll at least get the fucking pamphlet yeah. from TRICARE now yeah um just to wrap it back to the beginning because people ultimately decided that they wanted us and yeah. they wanted us so bad that a lot of other hospitals started to change their policies back to like okay okay you guys can have them, I guess you can have them. right yeah. exactly uh all right like <laughs> sorry Right. So I don't know. Maybe again, this goes back to my health Hufflepuffness. Maybe yeah. I just have too much trust in humanity. Maybe <laughs> I think it's all going to be okay. I trust humans. I don't necessarily trust the medical industrial complex. So right. that's where I'm coming from and where I feel that there could be some big drawbacks or there could be some furthering of that. Right. Right. Because we don't have the ability, sorry, most people, most of those don't have the ability to operate outside of that system and operate outside of the hospital, especially for clients that they want to support, you know? And so I really feel like you can't 
it's it's going to be tougher to just go support home births, right? I don't want to just support home births, right? I want to support the people who need it. And it does scare me that there could be more and more regulations and more, right? A lot of these big organizations tell you not to advocate, right? They tell you that's not your job. Mm-hmm. When, in my opinion, that's, that's our main job. <laughs> Like, you know, the hip squeezes are great and they're so helpful and all of that stuff is great. But the advocacy and helping your client advocate for themselves and empowering them to do that is the biggest part. And I wouldn't want to see anything that would silence that or lessen our ability to speak up. Right. And I understand that. And I'm, I'm by no means like coming from a naive place. Do I see? Right. (laughs) Do I see where this could go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Do I see it yet unfolding that way? No, I just don't. Because we're we're not even to the point where they're requiring me to do anything. Yeah. Because it could very easily be like um, what Relaxing Point said about the massage industry, where you're slowly starting to be more accepted by insurance and more accepted by you know hospitals and things like that. Right. You know, to where you're reimbursed for your services. I, I don't think that's a bad comparison to us. Yeah. I, I really don't because I remember 10 years ago bringing up to my parents that I wanted to be a massage therapist and they were like, I never have a job. Like, <laughs> Which is so funny. Yeah. Because my aunt did it like 20 years before me and she yeah. like had a hard time with it because no one was doing it unless they could pay out of pocket for it. And yeah. Like, Whoa, that sounds pretty familiar. Yeah. But, but now we are seeing them inside of like, a true like physiotherapist offices mm-hmm. and being covered by insurance yeah. and, and but and I will say that even to that point there's a lot of things that I pay out of pocket for that are not covered by insurance and probably may not ever be covered by insurance but I pay for them because I see them as valuable and partially because they are outside of correct our current systems and things like right. that and like like I said earlier who knows, maybe this will even still be covered and someone will be like, yeah, I don't like the people on the list. Like, <laughs> I'd rather pay the extra money for yeah. Let me pay for the product. And then I think that's the other thing is that then, and that's what the IBCLC who reached out to us was talking about, setting your prices. Like, somebody else is kind of setting your prices. Somebody right. else is kind of, you know, determining that stuff. And then we already have this issue where the doulas in your community are going to be part of what people think a doula costs and what they think and what they value a doula as people are way undercharged in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, So it's just, I feel like that would have to go into play as well. You know? Yeah. Um, I guess there's that side of me in a case like, I'll, I'll put it this way. There's IBCLCs who exist inside the hospital and Mm -hmm. during your stay, that's covered. Right? Like that's covered for you to get extra care beyond that. You may or may not be able to go outside of the hospital. Once you go home and be like, need more help. Right. And you still could probably find some that are in, in network and some that you have to pay out of pocket for. I just believe that's kind of how we're going to go with doulas. Like, I think it's going to be way more middle of the road than the doom and gloom. Yeah. Of it. I, I know think I'm good at doing good. Yeah, for sure. And it makes it a more interesting, like, I, I understand what's happening. Like, it's a much more interesting, like, talking point if we're, like, polar opposites. But I think, honestly, we're going to end up where there might be a doula on the floor if you didn't come in with one who just, like, does the shift. 
Well, and I, even that, again, why not just have an extra nurse? You know what I'm saying at that point? Like, I mean, like she, it, it does seem odd to have yeah. someone that you've never met before. It does seem to have someone odd to, like, you know what I'm saying? To be but your, quote, advocate. Because part of it is, like, the relationship that you build prior, you know? But there's, uh, at the other side, like, there's family advocates at the children's hospital mm-hmm. that get paid by the hospital. Yeah. And, and they're there to be combative. Like, to be advocates for those families who have dying children to be like, this yeah. is things that you can ask for. Like, push for it. So I think it is possible to, like, exist. Mm-hmm. Um, will they be the best at the job? Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe someone else, like, if you were to hire outside, but yeah. I honestly think the solution to all of this, um, universal healthcare. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, never mind. Continue. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that, that would be great. My honest opinion is that um, we worry less about who gets doula access and we worry more about who gets childbirth education. That's that's what I think the solution to this yeah. is. If TRICARE had come out and said, we are covering childbirth education and only yeah. educators that are through five different places, would we have heard the outcry in the same way? Probably not. But that's really yeah. what we all need to be pushing. To be honest, I'd probably go get certified. Right. But, like, that's what we should be pushing because that's what educates someone in the room or even outside of it of, like, I need a doula, I need this, I need that, and I need to make sure I have a better provider now. And it's also your ability to reach more people than you would have ever been able to realize. Um, oh, someone says about the hospital doulas, you may not have had a relationship with the midwife or the delivering doctor, and I think having that choice is amazing. And I agree with that, but I think that is one of the benefits of having a doula that yeah. you know beforehand is that you may not know anybody else in the room. You're not going to know the nurses. Maybe you don't know the delivering provider, right. like having one person that's there that knows you, knows what you like, knows what you're asking for, knows yeah. what your birth plan is, yada, yada, right? Yeah. And, and that's why I do think that having a doula where you, they either have a partner that you get to meet or they have a backup that you get to meet so that you're not coming in with someone who has no knows nothing about you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But your childbirth education point is a great point. That That is what we really need because the problem, I think the big problem of people not understanding what a doula is it, or that they need it is that people don't understand that there's a problem. Like right. they don't understand that there's a problem with how we birth in America and our maternal mortality rates rising even though every other countries are going down and you know i don't think people see, know those problems yes. and i think that is the big barrier to that and things like childbirth education could really help with that yeah you know yeah i agree with you and i think i think that's the solution to this if you're mad about this uh be really shouting out your childbirth education people shout out I have a childbirth education oh, class. one, and it's coming up. And it's really great. It and is. I'm very proud of it. And it's all about, like, all the choices you get to make and not, like, here's one way to birth, right? Right. The childbirth education class I took was very much, like, here's how you have an unmedicated birth, right? When it came time to not be medicated, 
I was not prepared. <laughs> right. I will yeah. tell you that. So a lot of it comes from that. Right. And, and he has VBAC classes. I have VBAC and right. general cesarean classes because, yeah. look, nobody has No them. one has a general cesarean <laughs> class. No one. And no one's talking about that it's actually uncomfortable to get a cesarean. No one talks about it. Yeah. Um, or that you feel tugging and pulling or that you smell things or you could still freak out. Right? No one's talking about it. So these poor birthers go in and they're like, I'm not going to feel anything. I have a friend across the street who's like, I thought I felt my cesarean because I started to feel tugging and pulling. And she had to be put under. Because it was freaking her out so bad. Yeah. Because no one prepared. Anyway, yeah. I won't even get down that road. But this is what we should be pushing. If you're upset that uh, licensing is coming, start teaching people why that's scary. Yeah. Like, that's how we solve this. Um, start teaching people that they need advocates. Teach them how to be their own advocates. Teach their partners and their family members why it's important. Because that's the thing is I don't think, I think that's the big gap. Yeah. Learning that made me say, I have to do this job. Yeah. I have to do this work, right? And I think that people don't hear it, right? And people mm-hmm. don't understand it and they don't see the full scope of it. Yeah. Of why, like, it's not like, Oh, haha, a doula is great if you want to have an unmedicated home birth. I hear that all the time. Oh, I would love a doula if I had a home birth. And I'm like, I support people in all places, <laughs> right? That happened to me at the coffee shop the other day. They were like, oh, my oh God. I would love a doula. I was, I, I wanted to have a home birth, but blah, blah, you know, tells me the whole story. And because I'm wearing a doula shirt and you know how I hate when people talk to me in public, but, <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, yeah, I support people, you know, and hospitals and everywhere and stuff like that. And she was like, yeah, I know. But but I, I know that people with home births have doulas. Right. And I think that's funny because I meet a lot of people who have home births who say, I don't need a doula. Right. I have a midwife. <laughs> I have a husband or my partner or whatever. Right. Your grandma's <laughs> coming. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because and this is where we go back to the original thing of, like, communities. Home birth exists in a community-based hospital birth does not. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. I think um, for everyone to know, we're, we're going to be okay. We're not, we're not like, disappearing until January because of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Emmy wanted us to disagree on something. We finally did. I'm out. I'm never coming back. <laughs> but, like, I, I think you and I... I think if anything with this episode, it's shown that uh, why we cannot monolith this community and we're we're two certified doulas. So I can't even imagine. I went through the process of certification. I paid the money. I put the I have multiple certifications. I I have multiple certifications. So I think to like put an asterisk on this, we do not speak for the uncertified community or mm-hmm. individuals who are really on that side of, I will never license. Like I, I can't even argue for them because I don't know that path or that life or like why. Yeah. Um, and it could vary from everything from cost and privilege to the other side of like, fuck the man. And like, you can't even find my house on Google. <laughs> right. Like could be anywhere yeah. in between those. So I just think to preface, if you're watching this and you're like, Oh, I, I learned everything. You did not. You did not learn a goddamn thing here. Go research further. Go, like, understand these different organizations and maybe why they were picked. Uh, talk to multiple doulas and their opinions on this. And, like, formulate your own. But um, I guess I'm just going to leave it off with don't be scared. 
Yeah, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's gonna be the okay. Hufflepuff says it'll yeah. be okay. It's gonna be okay, guys. <laughs> I promise. It's gonna be all right. Besides, it, it, be, it will be after my generation if it gets fucked up. <laughs> Leave it to our children. Right, to do it. They'll handle it. I, just I, like the baby boomers did to us. Right. It's, it's going great. It's, it's uh, awesome I was right now. by a baby boomer, so. I wasn't either. <laughs> Anyway, it's fun to blame them <laughs> because right. they started a lot of right. <laughs> Well, guys, I appreciate you guys showing up in the way you did yes. on, in like our Instagram and like we've gotten comments from you and all of that. We're not disappearing. We're still going to be on our Instagram account. You'll see us next week uh, with a bonus episode on yep. YouTube. Like I said, go back and rewatch those old episodes. There's yes. some really good ones in there. And we've gone a whole season. I cannot believe... 12 episodes. Yes, 12 episodes, because I'll post the, the next one. And I still have yet to receive an email. <gasps> so somebody needs you to watch these fucking episodes bitches. and send me an email so that I can read it and respond to it. But I can't complain, because we have gotten lots of great, like, social media messages. Yes. Mess- yeah. Like, all that stuff. Yeah. I love I love you we love you too. Also, I hate everything, but I love you all. <laughs> also, maybe the email is that you guys want to come on and be a guest. Yes, we will be looking for guests for season two. But thank you guys so much. This has been a blast, and I Yay. still can't believe we we did this. Yeah, we liked it a whole season. I'm so proud of us. I know for like twelve whole weeks. Yes. Yeah. We went through our first trimester together. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so happy. All, All right. right, man. Bye, guys.